Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the MPD Group 2021. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. We got up to a really bad start. You know, we gave him five runs there in the third, a couple of walks in there, really big air that, you know, that uh, they took advantage of, and they got a fourth out, and, you know, they singled with two outs to put up five instead of three, and, you know, we were, we were trying to climb out of a hole, but we gave ourselves an opportunity to, to win the game in the eighth and the ninth, and, uh, you know, the eighth was a, was a killer. Just couldn't get the big hit there. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. We've been reacting to everything over the sports weekend. Some of the highlights, some of the lowlights, good, bad, whatever you want to put it. But uh, it's definitely staying busy around the sports world over the weekend, too. And even though college football is uh, wrapping up spring practices or spring games, which there's uh, always uh, some, uh, some dramatics there, too, which I saw that uh, Coach Prime and Colorado now have 15 players that have transferred since Saturday out of the program. So uh, Some of that 15. is by design, too. They wanted some players to move on. Yeah. And since this window is open, bring in some more players that want to be there. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're going to have some opportunities to come in. And, in fact, I saw some sort of number out there that – said that uh, uh, he's going to have 63 players on the roster this year that was not a Colorado last year. So it's an absurd amount. So maybe it works out. But either way, uh, it's keeping it interesting. And, of course, with the whole deal with the SEC and saying that they want to change the way that they punish or fine teams for storming the field and storming the court, I don't know. It seems like there's uh, a lot of stuff that needs to be you know done differently or at least uh, done quicker or done before that even happens but it's still so up in the air but either way let's talk some college football because i know that our guy michael bratton of that sec podcast who joins us on the jones and sun diamond and bridal fine jewelry right now definitely has some opinions on all these things and mike as always we appreciate you joining us how you doing this afternoon hey doing great john thanks for having me man yeah I, I, absolutely because i know we talked about uh, our feelings about the whole thing that the sec is looking at they're just they haven't been put into place as far as the the rules being set. It's just stuff they're discussing. But this whole deal where some of the things are thrown out as far as possibly punishing teams by having wins taken away or resulting in losses or forfeitures of home games simply for storming the field or the court. I don't know. This seems pretty intense and pretty over the top, but I guess they feel like they have a true problem with the amount of field stormings that they're having to deal with. Right. And last season when it happened. Remember Nick Saban, I mean, he was one of his players, hit a Tennessee fan, and it was because they were terrified, you know, so despite their helmets and shoulder pads and these are some of the biggest human beings on the planet, they're they're terrified of the fans. I don't get it, John. I mean, this is, this is just the latest move that it, it appears to me that these decision makers don't have the people in mind that, that make it great, and that's the fans, because I don't see any fans that support this, and it's again. It's what makes college football unique. I realize you don't get this in the NFL. Well, not everybody's a fan of the NFL, and and they just continue to try to change the sport to make it a mini NFL, and it's kind of sickening. And and I don't know how much you read into the Pat Forty article, but it sounds like this is Georgia, Alabama, and Kentucky, who's kind of behind all this because Alabama and Georgia don't want the field stormed when they lose in football, and Kentucky doesn't want the storm. Uh, the, the fans are storm the field when they, or the court when they lose in basketball. So, are we really going to let these three institutions make all the rules for the rest of the conference? I mean, I just think it's ridiculous. The the answer there is yes, Mike. They're going to 
allow those three universities to do it. But is this a way to take it out of the university's hands where there are universities that are willing to pay these fines? And so when you take it to this step, now the university doesn't want to forfeit wins and they don't want to forfeit home games. I mean, perhaps, but uh, I mean, I'm I'm just not aware. I'm maybe it's happened, and maybe I'm just speaking out of turn. But I am not aware of any catastrophic injuries that that are happening. I mean, I guess anything could happen, but uh, I mean, people drink beer and they get in accidents on the way home. We don't stop selling the beer, do we? Uh, you know, tailgating is is again. <laughs> I mean, how long before they take that away from us? Uh, I I don't know. I just I don't like the direction this is going. And again, maybe you just beef up security. Maybe you make it to where it's impossible to storm the field from the visitor sideline, and and you have to do it from the home side. Um, I, I don't know. I think there are much better alternatives than taking wins away, removing home games, because it, it's just it's it's just ridiculous that it would have to go that far. Um, I, clearly, I hate it, as you can tell. <laughs> Yeah, we, we we get your vibes coming through the the phone there, Mike. And uh, but I'm with you. Like I really I really don't like it either. And I guess that like because I start thinking about it, maybe this is just me overthinking it. But I'm like, okay, well if that's the case, you know, how many fans are too many fans to rush? Because what if what if I'm an opposing fan? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a big group of us. We're going to rush the field so that way they have to lose the game. You know, if they instill that rule or whatever, I I, I just feel like what they're coming up with there is just no way that these universities especially can police it, can regulate it, and can prevent it without it causing even more problems, at least with some of the proposed consequences that they have in store. Right, and I don't know if you saw this, John, but last year when Vanderbilt beat Florida uh, at home, I mean, it was the the slowest in a single file. (laughs) It was very polite, but all 150 Vanderbilt fans at their stadium uh, walked briskly onto the field and the SEC still find them so I mean I don't think it matters how you do it but I mean you're dead on yeah any fans on the field I guess I guess this is a punishment so uh, yeah they, they've got issues on their hands if they pass this surely before it got to this point where this is what the step that they are talking about taking they had to have discussed maybe increasing some of these fines and uh, maybe take it that step because Clearly, the the fines and the amounts that they have right now in place, they don't feel like it's working. Right, but uh, I, I think the problem there, Joe, is just they just continue to make money hand over fist. So uh, I don't know what that figure would be that it would actually affect things. But, uh, again, I, I mean, just increase security. Don't let fans storm near the players while they're running off the field. I mean, there's there are many other measures that can be taken before we got to go to this drastic level to where we're just uh, you know completely professionalizing college sports, which I realize that's kind of crazy to say because in my mind it is it is basically professional sports. A lot of especially in a lot of these states that don't have professional sports like in Arkansas. So I mean, I I get it, but uh, I don't know. I mean, we continue to trend in a dangerous direction. I think to where we're taking away a lot of what the fans love about this sport, and we if we just continue to do this, uh, I mean, at some point, fans are, are they're just going to abandon all this, I feel like. Yeah, and my uh, speaking with Michael Bratton of that SEC podcast here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline, because uh, I'd even throw into, hey, you know, just, of course, the, the goalpost, you know, don't, don't allow those to be torn down, you know, or, or you know, find something to where uh, that could be the case, because I could absolutely see some of the dangers behind that. But I, I've always felt like if you make rules in anything where the vast, vast, vast majority of the events that happen when you storm the field, storm the court or whatever, are fine, but yet you keep saying, well, it's going to just take that one, or you point to one. I just don't know if that's if that's a good way of going about it. I just don't know if that's a good way of putting rules in, because yes, it's a liability. Yes, there's there's all these legal issues I'm sure that you could run into, but if it hasn't really happened and it's not been a problem and this has been around since... You know, the beginning of time, it feels like in college sports, I, I just don't feel like that's a thing that you really need to be focused on when it doesn't seem to be as big of a problem as they're trying to make it out to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree 100%. And to your points with the goalposts, I, I mean, I think they even make them to where they they kind of like fold down on their own. I mean, just implement that, and that takes away another potentially hazardous situation with, with so many college students jumping on them and trying to tear them down and, and 
and unfortunately, you know, that could fall on somebody. I mean, again, there are different measures that can be taken. Uh, I'm just kind of baffled that uh, Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, if they get this passed, I mean, I, I, I just think it would be awful. And those schools mentioned, they're uh, probably most bitter about it because they're the ones that are always getting the field in the court rush. And it makes you think back to that game with Alabama, Tennessee. That that was one of the ones that uh, come to mind first and foremost, that Tennessee had gone so many years without beating Bama. And, of course, we already knew the result was going to be that they were going to rush the field once that happened. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it, the fine could have been $10 million, Joe, and I think Tennessee <laughs> would have paid it. You know what I mean? Because uh, a, a win against Alabama has just been so rare, uh, unfortunately, for alums as myself. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, maybe that's to their point that the fines just do nothing. But uh, I'll tell you what, I probably know 100 people that were on the field that day, and it, it's their profile pictures. It's you know they're blasted all over the internet uh, i mean th- those are memories that will never be taken away um and, and yet here we are as an sec trying to diminish those memories i i just think it's it's a horrible horrible idea well mike and i don't know if you'll be able to answer this but i just at least like to know your opinion it, it seems like the sec this isn't a college football thing it's just the sec I, I, is, is the big 10 is the acc is the uh, big 12 or the, i know that they probably have policies in place but it certainly seems like the SEC are the ones that are really going hand over fist about trying to change all this when the other conferences don't really seem to have as much policing or regulation or at least rules put into place. Uh, it just seems like it's weird because it, it happens in other conferences too. Right. Well, I guess when they say it just means more, maybe they, it just means more punishment. It's, uh, you know, I guess the SEC is just a different beast, particularly because. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, where it does happen in other places, but uh, I don't know. I mean, the fans, and I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but the fans are just on another level in the SEC, and that's why I got the job I have. That's why you got the job you guys got, because because of the, the passion and, and just how incredible these fans are. And, again, I just keep going back to the same thing. I apologize, but anything we can do to deter this fandom it just seems like a completely wrong move to make. Mike, let's talk about some spring games from the SEC. Uh, some of the rankings that you put out, of course, uh, don't know how much you can really take from spring games, but the SEC has gotten through theirs, and you have Arkansas ranked middle of the pack. They're number eight in the SEC overall. Yeah, and they're tough to place uh, between Ole Miss, and Mississippi State, I could kind of clump all those together. I mean, I, I, not that the teams are that similar, but you could kind of pick apart each of them however you want to do it. But as you guys know, I just got a ton of faith in K.J. Jefferson. So at, having the best quarterback, at least in my mind, in the SEC on your side, that's, that's a huge uh, feather in their cap. Rocket Sanders, incredible. You can, I mean, that's that's probably the best running back quarterback duo in not only the SEC but the entire country, and uh, you know, clearly the coaching moves are, are have been a massive impact for Arkansas on the recruiting trail. We'll see if they have that kind of impact on the field, but if they do, I mean they can move significantly higher than number eight. So Arkansas is one of the teams that I'm most interested to see on the field, but I kind of hyped them up a little too much I think last off season. So. Maybe this is me being a little bit more conservative than I have been in years past. Well, well it's funny you bring that up, too, because uh, I was probably one of those that, that hyped him up. But you saw what it was there. You know, it just didn't go out that way. So uh, my curiosity is with uh, your post-spring SEC rankings, did any teams move significantly from where you maybe felt like before spring started? Like, was there any big jumps up or uh, any, any teams that ended up falling down just based on your spring looks? Well, one team that certainly uh, – and this, this – potentially great news for Arkansas, and that's Florida moving down my list because, I mean, they just look like a train wreck. And without Anthony Richardson, I I try not to base any of this off of last season, but clearly uh, without Anthony Richardson, they were just inept on offense. And then that continued to the spring game. And we keep hearing all this hype. We'll see Anthony Richardson, how high he really goes in this upcoming NFL draft. But if he's a top-ten pick, I mean, what's that say? about what Florida is going to be next year without their top-ten quarterback. who They basically 
played as well as, as he played all season long. And, of course, I mentioned Arkansas because they traveled to Florida this year. That may be uh, one of the most favorable teams out of the East you can catch. So, so Florida definitely took uh, a nosedive in my rankings exiting the spring. And another one that uh, kind of moved down was South Carolina. Not that I think they're going to be bad or anything, but their starting left tackle looks like he's out for the year. And the line of scrimmage is where I already have big questions for the Gamecocks. And losing your best offensive lineman, uh, that that's not a good start right there. How much do you factor in returning quarterbacks versus teams that are going to be with new starting quarterbacks? And we know that Alabama is one of them. And uh, a lot of criticism about the two quarterbacks that played in Bama spring game. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair question. And you know, obviously there was speculation before spring that uh, Alabama was the team connected to, I don't know if you guys caught these rumors, but it was the North Carolina quarterback Drake May apparently being offered millions of dollars via NIL, and he had never even entered the portal. Now, maybe that was just rumors, but heck, Exiting the spring, there was more rumors that Alabama was after another quarterback, Miami's Tyler Van Dyke, and he's another one that did not enter the portal, yet he's having these offers. So I don't know how this is happening. I, I thought that was illegal. Again, I, it goes back to Alabama. I guess they can do whatever they want, but the fact that they wanted someone before spring, and now we've seen what these guys look like, and in all camp, the messaging was the same. These guys are inconsistent. They're turning the ball over too much. And then we get to the spring game, and they have five turnovers. I think that gives you an indication that uh, Nick Saban does not feel comfortable with his quarterbacks. That's not to say they're bad players. I'm not saying that. But the goal is clear in Tuscaloosa. It's not to even win the SEC. It's to win the national championship. And I don't know if they have the quarterbacks that can take them there. And, and based on what's happening behind the scenes, it, it suggests Nick Saban's not satisfied with that answer either. Uh, you know, another thing too, Mike, is uh, you brought it up in an earlier answer. I wanted to revisit it. You were talking about Arkansas and, and the recruiting, and that's something we brought up where uh, the transfer portal, they've done a really good job and, of course, got a big-time tight end uh, just over the weekend. And into the 2024 recruiting class, they got the number 15 class. They got a ton of four stars. It certainly seems like at least the players that are coming in and the guys that are recruiting that this new staff, or in addition with Sam Pittman, have really been hitting it hot and heavy and, and doing a great job of doing it. Just, uh, Are you surprised by how Arkansas, with this new staff, has been able to do this, or is this just what this new staff is about, where they go and they recruit hard, they recruit well, and they get results? Yeah, I'm not too surprised, to be honest with you, John, because I think I've, I've said this many times, but from the second they hired Travis Williams, I said, this, this guy's going to be one of the best recruiters in the SEC, and that was just... That was based on his track record in the SEC and at Central Florida. He's done a, He's one of the most popular assistant coaches that I've ever uh, interacted with there. So I knew they were going to do well there. And, yeah, I, I mean, Sam Pittman, one thing you can't say about him is uh, he, he does not go easy on the recruiting trail. And he has had some staff turnover uh, on the assistant level. And I'm not talking about the coordinators because I, I realize they were – there all three years up until now, but uh, if you are not up to standard as a recruiter on his staff, he gets rid of you, and I think that's paramount. That's what Arkansas needs to be successful, and uh, you know, I, I, obviously they're off to a great start, and this could be his best class yet, which is saying something considering that uh, there were some concerns that uh, maybe we've lost some momentum there in Fayetteville, but that this has kind of swung back all the way around, in my opinion, with all the success they're having in the transfer portal and the recruiting trail, I'm I'm back on the bandwagon, so to speak. So they add to the tight end group. Is that the position maybe you're most impressed with as far as what they've been able to do in recruiting? Yeah, because that was the biggest question mark I think I had exiting the spring. I know they're, they're uh, high on the freshman. I think it's maybe Luke Hawes. But, again, can you expect a freshman to come in there and, and Pittman has said it many times. He's not hes not kind of your end-of-the-line traditional tight end that Dan Enos likes. He's more of a receiver. So they needed to attack that position. They may not even be done adding at that position because I, I think they need more help there. I believe they got three freshmen on the roster of the five scholarship tight ends. So uh, they may need some more 
seniority, some more experience, and, and a, some better inline blocking to effectively run what Danny Enos wants to run. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that seemingly is a big pickup there from North Texas. Yeah, I'm liking what they're doing, and uh, you know it's great to see on paper. But you know, when it comes down to it, it's about wins and losses, and we know that the, the season's far away. But it's still a lot of fun to talk about and to, to dive into, especially when it comes to spring football. But Mike, uh, we appreciate you hopping on with us. Uh, real quick though, before I let you get out of here, transfer portal post spring stuff. Uh, you see teams happen all the time. You saw Colorado's lost 15 players just. I mean, do you feel like this is good, that they should stay this way? But uh, like, just what do you make of the overall portals and guys that are jumping in after spring games and whatnot? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, Florida just lost their top receiver. I, again, go back to negativity with the Gators. But uh, it's wild. I, I didn't anticipate there would be a ton of movement after spring, and it, it doesn't seem like there has been, but not key players. And I, I really think uh, you know the first portal window is the time to really get in there We'll see if Alabama adds a quarterback. But, again, I just, I'm just i not seeing that big name in the portal for them to go after and get. So I think it's been actually a, a lot. The, the players jumping in are, are not impact players, at least. You know, I hate to overgeneralize there, but I'm not seeing a ton of impact players jump into that portal uh, post-spring. And I, I think that's kind of in everybody's best interest because it's so hard to come in for just one fall camp and get up to speed and make an impact on the field, at at least at the SEC level. Well, Mike, as always, we appreciate it. Great stuff, my man. You can uh, follow his podcast at That SEC Podcast, also on Twitter at Michael W. Bratton. And uh, it goes by SEC Mike for a reason. We appreciate it, my man. Have a great week and weekend, and I'm sure we'll catch up with you later down the road. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, Michael Bratton joined us on the Jones & Son Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Outline. We're up against it, but we got some big news that we're going to have to talk about on the other side of the break. Breaking news, folks. You won't want to miss it, so you better stay tuned here on Out of Bounds. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Listen each Monday when Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot. Sports Center. It was a busy weekend on the hardwood in the NBA. Only one series has seen a sweep. The Philadelphia 76ers took care of the Brooklyn Nets in four games, and they did so without their star center, Joel Embiid. Also, over the course of the weekend, the Lakers took a 2-1 series lead on the Memphis Grizzlies. 111-101 was a score in game number three, despite 45 points from Ja Morant. Yesterday, the defending champion Golden State Warriors evened up their series with the Sacramento Kings in a 126-125 thriller. The Boston Celtics 129-121 over the Atlanta Hawks. They lead now 3-1. And the Minnesota Timberwolves staved off elimination with a 114-108 Game 4 win over the Denver Nuggets. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Why wrestle over high interest rates when you can get 0%? Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is laying all incentives on the table, including 0% on new Silverados, 1.9% on new Equinox, no payments for 90 days, and sales tax paid on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Call 501-982-2102, 1301 TPY Drive in Jacksonville. Take the Gregory Street exit. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Ready for fun in the sun? Then don't miss the Tracker and Mercury Spring Fling Sales Event going on now at Bradford Marine and ATV at all six statewide locations. Party Barge season is here. And whether fishing or tubing, the Sun Tracker Sport Fish 20 with 90 horsepower Mercury is your ticket for summer family fun. Hundreds of boats in stock, all with on-the-spot financing. Lake season is here. So come get your new boat at the Tracker and Mercury Spring Fling Sales Event going on now at all Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Your authorized Tracker dealer. 
more than a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. At a great deal on Select Kubota Equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. River Valley Tractor. Graduation season is upon us, and Edwards Food Giant has got you covered with their new Edwards Caters program. Planning a graduation party? Make it a breeze with delicious party trays from their deli. With options including crispy chicken tenders, fresh baked cookies, vegetable and relish trays, and delectable deli meats and cheeses. Just click on edwardsfoodgiant.com, then hit the catering tab to place your order. Your trays will then be ready for pickup at your preferred Edwards Food Giant location. Let Edwards Food Caters take care of all your party needs at edwardsfoodgiant.com. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com April is Financial Literacy Month. Interested in boosting your knowledge on finances, problem gaming, video gaming, and mental health? Then you're welcome to attend free classes at the Change of the Game Conference of Addiction and Mental Health. It's April 27th and 28th at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Visit ARPGCouncil.org for details. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that damn jukebox On 1037 The Buzz. Monday here on Out of Bounds and anytime that we get to talk about Guadney Chevrolet, it's always nothing but great reactions because they are the premier family-owned Chevrolet dealership here in the state of Arkansas. And they're right off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville under the big American flag. It's so convenient to go up there and to hang out at Guadney Chevrolet and not only uh, get some great deals, but check out the inventory that they have and all the brand new and pre-owned vehicles. And the great thing, and it's one of the many great things that Guadney Chevrolet is doing, especially this month, is where they're helping out people that had to bounce back from the recent storms. Where if you had some vehicle damage or if your vehicle's not tradable anymore, you know, a lot of things can be impacted. But every single vehicle that you buy from Guadney Chevrolet here in the month of April, which is about to come to an end, they are paying sales tax, all the sales tax on all the vehicles sold this month, new and pre-owned. Doesn't matter, sales tax paid. Name me another dealership that does that. I guarantee you there's nobody else that's doing that, especially in the great way that Guadney Chevrolet is taking care of it. Uh, as well. So you can get that. You can also check out their 0% financing on 2022 Silverados, as well as the uh, 1.9% APR there with the Chevy Equinox. But uh, whether it's a car, truck, SUV, they got the inventory. They got the sales team that's going to help you out. They got the service department's going to take care of you after the sale too. So no matter what it is, when it comes to your car buying and servicing needs, Guani Chevrolet has you covered. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville, you can also check them out online at guadneychevrolet.com. Whether you view their inventory or whether you need to get in contact with somebody, they'll help you out. So you can check them out, Guadney Chevrolet and guadneychevrolet.com. All right, so we did a little tease there in the previous segment about some big-time breaking news here in 
the sports world. And folks, it is official. It's been finalized. It's done. Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay quarterback that has been there for years and has won a Super Bowl, has won multiple MVPs, all of that, he has officially been traded to the New York Jets. Adam Schefter, of course, being on top of it, where the trade made officially is where the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, pick number 15 as a 2023 fifth-round pick, and the Packers, in return, get pick number 13, a 2023 second-round pick, a sixth-round pick, an unconditional, or an additional 2024 second-round pick that becomes a first if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the plays. That's probably where there was a big hang-up because, first of all, the Jets didn't have to give up their first-round pick this year, so that works out well for them. But then next year's draft where you're talking about a second-round pick that could turn into a first-round pick, that's where the hang-up was also because it's contingent upon Aaron Rodgers playing a certain number of snaps and how much he's actually going to play in this offense. So, um, and, and then I'm sure they had conversations of how much is he going to play after this season, but that way you don't have to worry about it when you base it on the amount of snaps that are played during the 23 season. Well, I got a lot of uh, people that, of course, uh, were, were texting into the show and, and tweeting at me when, when the deal got uh, made official. Uh, and, you know, it's just it's funny to where I'm excited about it because it's done, for one. And it, it's literally, I don't even think I'm speaking out of turn. Right, already, right now, this year, Aaron Rodgers is going to be second greatest quarterback that the Jets have had on the roster as far as talent-wise goes, and maybe the number one. Some people say, oh, well, you know, Joe Namath, but, you know, Joe Namath's always going to be Joe Namath. But he's automatically, right now, the best quarterback that the Jets for sure have had in 30, 40, 50 years. So I'm excited about it in that perspective. I know he's older. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, it's not like he's got a bunch of years left. But I'm just hopeful, and that's where I'm probably going to get myself in trouble. I'm hopeful that because of how talented he still is, he's just coming off of what? He won the MVP two years years ago, two times in a row? Yeah. So I'm hopeful that you can get that Aaron Rodgers with – the coaches in, in place with the familiarity that he has with some of these players, as well as the young, up-and-coming, solid weapons that he's going to be around in New York. I, I'm just hopeful that there can at least be a lot of fun happens in the Jets because there has not been a time where a quarterback has really been something I've been excited about. So I'm just hopeful. Now, is Aaron Rodgers going to be allowed to wear number 12? Because it is retired. So, of course, uh, that's something for the organization, for Joe Namath, to give the okay for it. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, because the Photoshop jobs that the ESPN and these other graphics have been doing has been number eight. I'm like, eh, it looks weird. <laughs> you know, seeing, seeing Aaron Rodgers in number eight. But here's my thing. It's like, I, you know, if, they, if there's a discussion about it, I don't think it will matter in the end. However, if he does take number 12, I think that as long as Joe Namath gives him the blessing, you know, saying like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for it. I have no problem with it. You absolutely take number 12. I want to see him wear number 12 because that's his number too. Like, you know, it's kind of like Tom Brady. He's, he's number 12. Uh, so I would be okay with it. I wouldn't have an issue with it. But, I mean, I don't even know if that's something that's uh, in the discussion or if that's something that Aaron Rodgers even cares about or if they're going to talk with Joe Namath. I don't know. But if they do it, I just want to say here that Joe Namath says, yes, absolutely take my number 12 and then roll with it. I think number eight, you see that because that's a number he's worn before. He's also worn 11, I believe. So he could take either one of those numbers and go back to the college days. I don't care if he takes double zero or whatever, just as long as you bring in the talent and you bring in the ability. But uh, I'm excited about it. I, I really am. And so here, here's my thing, too. The quarterback situation for the Jets was, was so bad last year that no matter what happens, it was going to be an upgrade overall. And Aaron Rodgers... If you're telling me that that's the guy that's going to be, am I expecting immediate the Super Bowl? I'd be great, but no, I'm just expecting him coming in, making the quarterback position not be a problem anymore, and having a good enough team as long as they stay healthy to uh, make some noise and you know maybe compete for the division, which is a really tough one. You know the Bills are the crim del crim, Dolphins have really come along, and you know the Patriots are the Patriots. But just get to the playoffs where anything can happen, and I'll be satisfied with the end result. 
Yeah, team's going to get left out in that AFC East. It's going to be really competitive. Yeah, for, and it's just like, it's so annoying. It's so annoying because I'm like, man, why? Like, why? It's like for a long time, it was literally just the Patriots and then everybody else. And it's like now that the Jets finally get a quarterback, it's like, no, everybody else is good now. In fact, the Patriots are the team that might be the one that does get left out of the playoffs. Who knows? But uh, it's definitely going to be highly competitive. Uh, on the uh, first Arkansas Bank Interest text line from the 573, it says, Namath has already gave him a blessing to wear number 12. Okay. See, I, I thought I heard that, but I didn't know if it actually came from Joe Namath himself. But if that's the case, wear number 12. <laughs> I can't wait to get my Jets. This is going to be the first jersey I've bought for the Jets in a while, and it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. But, yeah, I'm still skeptical because it's like it's still the Jets. Still something dumb can happen. But I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see what can happen. So, again, all, the, all you other fans out there of other teams – you probably had at some point in time in your lifetime had at least a great quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback, maybe a Pro Bowl quarterback. You know who hasn't? My New York Jets. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, the, like in my lifetime, I've never seen them have a great quarterback. So I'm hoping it, I'm hoping it works out. Now. Brett Favre, come on. Yeah, yeah, Brett Favre. In, in, in For their one year. One year where they uh, were 8-3 and three and finished the season 8-8. Eight and eight. So <laughs> great. No, but I mean, I was excited about that too. But I just remember at the time I'm like, mm, this isn't, isn't this ain't long term. This this is just kind of like, yeah, you're here and then you're gonna go after. But gonna disrespect Chad Pennington like that? Mm, well, I mean, listen, it, it's it's he's uh, he still holds the NFL record for completion percentage. That's right. That's right. Couldn't throw the ball past 20 yards, but hey, he was good. And he even I guess was he went to the Dolphins afterwards and had a couple of decent years. So no, and I love Chad Pennington, but I mean, you're talking about literally a Hall of Fame quarterback. Super Bowl winning, multi-MVP, was it four MVPs that he's won uh, with Green Bay, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, three or four, so, yeah, yeah. at least. I mean, it's hard to keep count, but yeah, so it's just nice to have someone who's that level, even in his older age, he's still really great, but I don't know, I'm just glad it's done, I'm glad it's done, and I'm glad they made the move, and I'm not going to hate on the Jets for, for trying this time, you know, because they, they did good, they've done good in the draft the past few years. They, they've done well, I think, in the coaching arc, because I think Robert Sala is a good coach. So I like what they've done. We'll see what Aaron Rodgers thinks if it works out. But if it does, uh, it'll just feel, feel so much sweeter if that happens. Uh, let's uh, quickly squeeze in uh, Brenton Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? What's up, Omniscient One? I know you're on cloud nine right now. Yeah, I'm on cloud nine, but let's get to the season first, because as we know, anything can happen, and it is the Jets. So, uh, you know, they got bad omens. All right, John. I need I need your I need your expertise on this. Now, I saw where the guard from uh, North Texas is visiting Arkansas. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Which I'm trying to I get caught up with the names. You know, remember which one it is? Oh, uh, I think he entered the portal April the third. I mean, I know that not, I know Tyler Perry was a guy that had visited. That's the North Texas guard I know of. I didn't know if there was another that, one. That, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's 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 who it is. That's okay. who it is. Tyler Perry. Okay. Yeah, he visited uh, he, last weekend or uh, the weekend of the Tennessee series. Okay. Do we do we know anything anything about uh, his status right now? Yeah, I don't think he's coming to Arkansas. I've heard Does that Arkansas uh, need another guard. Yeah, just the way they're racking yeah, him up. But exa- yeah, I'm, exa- exactly. Yeah, I've heard that I they've would, moved on from him, Brent. That's what I've heard. Who have they moved on to, Johnny? With the omniscient <laughs> one, who's going to be the next shooter drop? Uh, well, I think they're still focusing on uh, big men and trying to get some size in there. So uh, as of right now, it's pretty quiet, but they're they're still working some things through in the portal. Hey, there's only one big man I want right now, but I'll take uh, you know who to whom I'm speaking, correct? Oh yeah, yeah there's one. Uh, he's the one that a lot of people want. That's for sure, Brent. You think we're still in the running for him, Johnny? Uh, not as much as maybe they were before, Brent. But never say never. Things can change. We're up against it, though, Brent. Hey, love calling you when you call in, buddy. Have a good one. We got more out of bounds and three and out coming up next. Hey, crazy month last month. March, Mitch making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off 
all-new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Check us out online at RedRiverDodge.com during Ram Truck Month. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewskies. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Monday night is poker night with two games nightly, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. only at Brewskies. The cleanup continues after the recent storms, and Reed's Metals of Benton is here to help with anything you may need. It's Arkansans helping fellow Arkansans. Reed's has everything you may need for an all-new metal building with metal components, roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlings, color roofing panels, and more. Reed's Metals building frames are made right here in America, and they have quick delivery times. Order today and pick up today in most cases with Reed's Metals of Benton, who are ready to help after the recent storms. Call 501-77-METAL or online at reedsmetals.com. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. Yes, we've got Bear on the line with a question for Trey. Bear, what's your question? Hey, Randy, this is Bear, first-time listener, long-time caller. I wanted to ask Trey about Sanders Ground Essentials. I know they are real five-star guys wanted by everybody. I heard they have an excellent weed control and fertilization program, and they do customized plants based on annual soil results for all their customers. I just want to know what you guys have heard. I'm going to hang up and listen now. Bear, you should call them at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Let's get growing. QC Kinetics patient Diane Richardson saw her brother-in-law have surgery for pain in his elbow. My brother-in-law, after that surgery, had his arm in a sling for almost six months, extensive PT, pain medication, a lot of restrictions of what he could not do. So when Diane's husband, Greg, had a similar problem, she encouraged a different treatment, regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. And the experience was like night and day compared to his brother. After six months, nothing. He hasn't felt any pain, and that has been two years since he's had treatment. Plus, no drugs and no downtime. He was literally out golfing when he wanted to and doing whatever he wanted to. It was probably nine months before my brother-in-law got back out on the golf course, and my husband was on the golf course the entire time. And he was so elated. He said, he goes, Diane, game changer. Before you have surgery for that joint pain, get a second opinion. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Let's talk about Mosquito Joe misting systems. Misting systems are perfect for properties that have extremely high mosquito activity, and you just can't seem to get them out of your way. It's like having a Mosquito Joe technician on your property 24-7. Great for homes with patios, pools, even horse barns and places like that. If you think a misting system might be right for you, give Mosquito Joe a call. Mention you heard it on the buzz and get $200 off your misting system installation. Visit arkansas.mosquitojoe.com. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into and uh, once again, just really happy that uh, Aaron Rodgers is now going to the New York Jets. What do you think is going to happen to old Zach Wilson? Is he just going to hang out? Yeah. yeah. Why not? He's going to learn. Backup. Yeah, he's going to learn, right? He's going to get ready and, you know, get, you know well, I'm glad, that, glad that experiment ended quickly. So, but anyways, uh, some other news, though, and uh, without a doubt, more important news. 
that's been going on. So uh, I think it's funny with Sydney Sweeney, which I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of Sydney Sweeney. I think uh, most most people are. But you know, she is in filming and has been filming an upcoming rom com movie with Glenn Powell, which Glenn Powell was in the movie Maverick, uh, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. And in that one, he was uh, I guess they called him a uh, Hangman. As a, as a joke, but uh, as a bag man. But either way, he has a girlfriend, and she was not too happy with some of the pictures and videos and outtakes of what was going on between him and Sidney Sweeney during the filming of this movie. And so not only has she unfollowed Sidney, but she has unfollowed Glenn, and there's been some rumors about cheating and all that stuff. And I'm like, listen, I know that Hollywood and has all this scandal and everything, you should never cheat on anybody, ever. Ever. <laughs> but... But I'm just saying that if you're a Hollywood star and if you're someone like Glenn Powell and you get to that point, man, it's like you know you're about to play in a rom-com movie with Sidney Sweeney. I would just be like, hey, babe, listen, um, we need to break up. Let's take a break and let's see. So that way you don't run into these issues. Because if I'm sitting there filming with Sidney Sweeney and, and like we're acting and we're like, you know, we're kissing, we're hanging out, saying it'd be really tough on me. But either way, there's been those reports that are coming out and if you've seen the pictures in the videos yep you can probably see that there's a little something something going on behind the scenes but either way Sydney's awesome I wonder if uh, Sydney Sweeney's uh, fiance if he feels the same way because she is engaged Mm, so maybe uh, so yeah maybe so looking dangerous we may hear the (laughs) other side of that De'Aaron Fox he is uh, doubtful for game five as the Kings take on the Warriors he has a fractured tip of his left index finger, and he is mm. left-handed. So they said in order for him to play, of course, he would have to have some kind of protective deal on his finger. But as of now, they haven't ruled him out, but he is doubtful to play. I saw a really cool quote by Jalen Hurts, which you know he got all that money, and he's a very rich man now. But uh, he had the right mentality. It's like that Bama mentality, man, where he says money is nice, but championships are better. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, uh, again, it's like, you know, you could say that and whatnot. But Jalen Hurts, I will say, the dude is extremely humble, and he's an extremely hard worker, and there's a reason why he's having success in the NFL. And it couldn't happen to a better guy. But, uh, hey, he's probably like, yeah, the money's nice, championships are better, but how about a championship with that money? And then you just can't get any better than that. That makes it even better. Yeah, love the mentality, though, by Jalen Hurts. Wrexham, the team bought by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney in February 2021, They played a couple of seasons since then, and they now are being promoted from the English National League to English Football League. Now, they are still a few steps away from getting to top-of-the-line English Premier League, but they are making their way. So, in some other entertainment news, and kind of some uh, big news, is that uh, here in the same day, you had uh, CNN uh, end up uh, letting go Don Lemon, who had been on the network for a long time, and then Fox News... And Tucker Carlson are no longer going to be working together. So two of the biggest names there in news, which I know we're not going to try to do anything political. So chill. But just saying that they are going to be leaving the network. Uh, Tucker and Fox News looked like maybe something more mutual, maybe it was a money thing. But Don Lemon came out on social media and said that uh, I was not happy with the way things went down. And it uh, seems like there's something going on. Maybe there's a lawsuit that's going to come out because then CNN said, hey, the things that Don Lemon said were absolutely untrue. So that one looks to be a little bit more tough, but... Either way, for those that watch uh, the national news or at least uh, some of the news with CNN and Fox News, it's definitely going to have some shakeups with two of the biggest powers from those networks moving on to something else. Trey Lance, there's been uh, a lot surrounding him. The 49ers quarterback, he's coming back off injury, and we know that Brock Purdy also is coming back off injury, but it looks like he's going to be, he'll get first crack at being the Niners starter. And John Lynch answered questions as far as Trey Lance being shopped because there is interest from them from other teams around the league, he says that they're not actively shopping Trey Lance and that they still want him to be a part of the 49ers for years to come. So uh, kind of a crazy thing that's going on with the modern science, but apparently if you are someone that wishes you were taller, leg lengthening is becoming a lot more common where it is a surgery. NBC News just did a big profile on a 26-year-old guy who went from being five foot seven to five foot ten. It was not an easy process because they broke both legs, insert rods to lengthen them over several months, and you're basically disabled for a long time. And it's not really cheap because it costs over $100,000. So if that's what three inches on your height's going to mean to you to go through that whole process, power to you. But, you know, listen, you can do a lot of different things with the way you look and how you, how you act and all that, but... 
I just don't know if uh, that much money, that much pain, that much issue is worth just growing a few inches because, like, what's that going to get you? Like, how much is your life really going to change after that? Ben Affleck, recently on the Drew Barrymore show, he revealed that he and J-Lo were on vacation, and they took a trip to the pool, and they got in their birthday suits and had a good time in the pool. Mm, yeah, let everybody know about that. I don't care. Nobody cares about Ben Affleck. And, you know, but hey, listen, if you're on vacation, have a good time, because then they do something else. Or no, that's the music video I'm thinking of when it was, uh, I guess, Ginny on the block or whatever, or on the boat. And she was, like, not wearing anything and whatnot. And they her. I was like, I guess that's just kind of y'all's thing. Uh, so, uh, a pretty interesting list that was put together when it came to uh, uh, most overrated movies in cinema history. It was put together by a lot of different movie critics. And the number one most overrated movie in cinema history is actually Avatar. The Notebook's number two. Forrest Gump's number three, which I don't agree with that. La La Land, number four. Gravity, number five. Frozen, number six. I agree with most of those, except for Forrest Gump. Ferris Bueller's Day Off at 7? No. I love that movie. Titanic at 8? Okay. The Dark Knight at 9? No, that great movie's great. And then The Shawshank Redemption? Are you kidding me? That's like the greatest movie of all time. How can it be overrated? So, uh, I've agreed with a lot of those, but according to critics, those are the most overrated movies in cinema history. Emily Ratajkowski says that she feels bad about the kiss with Harry Styles that went viral. She says she feels bad for Olivia Wilde because she was someone that was in a long-term relationship and, uh, she said there's a reason that celebrities around L.A. hire security and they don't go to public restaurants because they don't want to be filmed and they don't want certain info out there. So she said even though it happened, she feels bad for Olivia Wilde that there was so much publicity behind it. And I'd say I, I can understand, but if someone who literally her job is going viral like Emily, and I have a hard time thinking that she's really apologetic for going viral on something, regardless, it helped her out the brand. Uh, so... There is a new cereal being introduced by Kellogg's, and they're collaborating with Icy and Red and Blue Slushies, and it's called Icy Cereal. It's got cherry and blue raspberry flavors. Oh, that's cool, but apparently it's got a mysterious cooling sensation. Whenever you eat the cereal, it ends up making your mouth cold. Uh, okay, that's fine, whatever you need to do, but I don't know if I really, if I'm eating cereal, do I want to have that icy sensation to where my mouth's cold? Why don't I just get an icy instead? But that's just me. We were talking earlier about interaction with a referee with uh, uh, the Hawks and Celtics. There was a German soccer match where the match actually got suspended because there was a ref that fans didn't agree with one of the calls during the match, and they doused him with beer. And the match was over at that point. Yeah, I guess they, at least they could have doused him with something else. Uh, rest in peace, Bed Bath & Beyond. It's no longer a thing anymore, which is sad because I think I went there one time to get a rug and I saw how much it was and then I left. So, for those of you big Bed, <laughs> bed Bath & Beyond, I guess that is the Beyond. The Beyond has become bankruptcy because that's where they ended up going towards. Appreciate everybody listening in Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel. Tomorrow afternoon, stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. The Zone and Out of Bounds are hitting the road Thursday, broadcasting both shows live from Bradford Marine and ATV in Northwest Arkansas. It's the Ranger and Mercury Spring Fling Sales Event. Save up to $5,000 on inflation buster savings on the new Ranger 521R with on-the-spot financing. BradfordMarine.com with plenty of inventory in stock. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help us with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was in 